Welcome to River City 360, views and news from around Winnipeg. My name is Nolan Bigdahl. With me, as always, is my co-host, Robert Zirk. On today's show, it's our first show of our brand new fourth season. We hope you all had a wonderful holiday and enjoyed our year in review specials for the past couple weeks, and we wish you all the best in the new year. Today's show is all about health, healing, and well-being, and we've got some great conversations to help you out in all three of those areas. Up first, as it is the beginning of the new year, many of us are trying to shed the unwanted excess from the holidays, and to help with that, we're going to be speaking with Sue Bereski, CEO of the Refit Center. And she'll tell us about the different services and programs that you can use to get yourself on the right track to better health. We'll also hear from Coralie Hill, who's going to tell us about Dial a Dietitian, which is a very cool program where you have private conversations with registered dietitians here in Manitoba. And we'll also speak with Marilyn Bartlett, Executive Director of the Niganen Centre, about the history of the centre and the organizations that are doing great work in Winnipeg's core. We've got all this, some great tunes, and much, much more on today's episode of River City. 360. Hello and welcome to RC360. Nolan and Robert here with you today. It is our first episode of 2018, sir. It sure is. How are you feeling? Is it a new year, new you? I think so. You know what? I think uh, if you're going to set personal goals, don't let an arbitrary date uh, be the catalyst for that. Um, just go out. Just go out and do things. So, what um, are your arbitrary goals that you've recently set for yourself? I wouldn't say they're arbitrary. Ah, they're uh, pretty much. <laughs> but um, no. Do you, you have any what? resolutions? Um, no, I didn't really make any resolutions this this year. I think just to do better. Just in do all, better. <laughs> all elements of my life, and so far, so good. So you are doing better. How about yourself? And, uh, no, I haven't done resolutions in years. I used it used to be just being able to remember s- people's names better because I was always never very good at that. But you and, have me to do that for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. You're my. Uh, anytime it's like, oh. Did I interview that person? Oh, yeah, that was in this episode. Luckily, you have an encyclopedic memory, and you can <laughs> help me out in that area, because I certainly cannot. Um, today's show, all about health, healing, and well-being. Uh, the show's in 2018, and our season four. We're going to try to keep around the Saint or the um, Winnipeg Foundation's vital signs, the 10 categories. Today, we're going to be focusing on health, healing, and well-being. As I mentioned, our first guest uh, is going to kind of talk about health, healing, and well-being, all three of those things. The Refit Center is, if you haven't heard of it, uh, on Taylor Avenue. It's a world-class facility. It helps people with their health and with their well-being in pretty much all aspects of life. If you're recuperating from an injury or if you just want to prevent uh, future injuries or anything like that, the Refit Center is a great place to go check that out. They have an upcoming open house that's taking place in February. Their CEO, Sue Bereski, is going to tell us all about the Refit Center, all about their open house, and everything you need to know after our first musical break. So, Robert, what have we got today? Well, we're looking uh, we're looking at 2018. Uh, we're looking at the positives. So how about Accentuate the Positive by Monica Mancini right here on River City 360? Gather round me, everybody, gather round me while I preach some, feel a sermon coming on me, the topic will be sin, and that's what I'm again, if you wanna hear my story. Then settle back and just sit tight While I start reviewing 
Accentuate the Positive by Monica Mancini. And uh, up next is our very own Sonny Permalo, who sat down with Sue Baraski, CEO of the Refit Center. Sonny? Today I'm here with Sue Baraski, CEO of the Refit Center, Canada's first certified medical fitness facility, to talk about health and well-being after the holidays and the different programs and services they offer. Welcome to the show, Sue. Thank you. Uh, For our listeners out there, what is a certified medical fitness facility and how does it differ from other fitness centers? There are some key components that differ when you're a medical fitness facility. Uh, One is being tied into the healthcare system or your medical health care provider. Other ones are assessments, checking your outcomes, uh, making sure that there's standards and quality management um, in terms of the services we offer and obviously the qualifications of our staff. And why is it uh, important for Winnipeggers to have a facility like this here in our city? 
Winnipeggers are quite fortunate, and maybe they don't realize that uh, you're correct. We are the first uh, certified centre across the country. And this provides Winnipeggers and Canadians an opportunity to know that they have high-quality uh, standards that are being followed and that this facility is meeting those by an outside group that's, that's come in and assessed us. The Refit Centre has quite a lineup of amenities available, such as startup programs, mind, body, and flex yoga and Pilates programs, fitness programs, recreational activities, personal partner and group training, and you even have a cafe. Uh, can you tell us about some of those programs and for my own personal information, the food? <laughs> the food, yes. Well, food's very important. A lot of us exercise because of food, uh, or food has led us to need to exercise. Uh, what, one thing that's really critical in terms of developing your well-being, your health and well-being, is having a spectrum of programs. For different people, you're just starting a program, so you need to have advice and more counseling. For people who are regular exercisers, it's more support getting to that next level. And then, obviously, through your journey through life, you may run into health issues. So we're there to help you when that comes up. So given that, uh, when we're open to the community at large, we have to provide services for all those spectrum of people. Mm -hmm. So we have everything from prevention to managing a chronic condition to rehabilitation to what we call high-level training for people who are already at a high fitness level. A big part of what you do at the Refit Center is rehabilitation. Uh, what kind of rehabilitation services are offered here at Refit? Well, about 40 years ago, that's how Refit started in, in terms of cardiac rehab. There was a very progressive physician at St. Boniface Hospital that realized that staying in bed and laying there after heart surgery wasn't a smart thing to do. And so he started what we call today a community-based cardiac rehab program. And that was 1979. And here we are today where, where rehab or exercise used for chronic conditions is commonplace. So in those days, you need to know that it was unusual. Uh, mm -hmm. There was hesitancy of wondering whether that was dangerous for people to exercise. And 40 years later, um, it's common practice. As a matter of fact, the minute someone knows they're even going in for surgery, they have us do what we call pre-surgical uh, training, getting them ready for surgery. So that's how far we've come in the last 40 years. Wow. And can anyone come and take advantage of your services? Yes, uh, anyone in the community. Uh, so we have a variety of ways of accessing the center. We have what we call community service free events uh, that we offer on a regular basis, health screening clinics, education sessions, and some what we call open houses to expose people to exercise. We also have what we call program registration or program uh, um, opportunities and you were saying what are the kind of rehab programs well they run the spectrum we have an exercises medicine program for someone who perhaps has some risk factors they don't really have a chronic condition but know that they're probably not on the right path so that's a program referred from your health care provider we also have cardiac rehab as you mentioned already we also have balance we also have um, after cancer treatment in terms of exercise and trying to get back into a healthy life lifespan. So really, the gamut is there in terms of what we offer. Then we also offer, for those who are interested, they join as a member. So that's also available for people. But uh, a lot of people think we're just a membership-based organization, or we're much broader than that. So Absolutely. if you just want to come to us, get some advice on how to get going, and for a short period of time, we have those services. If you want to stay with us, we also have those services. And 
if uh, there's a barrier, for instance, if you need support, you can bring a buddy free. Uh, if you can't afford it, we have financial assistance. So really, we have tried to deal with the, all the variety of barriers you may have. Wow, that really is excellent. Um, one great thing about the Refit Center is the different assessment services you offer to give people an overall view of their health and fitness, which will help people to get on the right track. Uh, just how comprehensive are your assessments and what things can you identify? Well, that's one of the, I guess, the key factors that differentiate us uh, from another, just what we call the traditional fitness clubs. Uh, someone comes in, they go through a health screening form, so we kind of get an idea in terms of how much exercise they've done, have they ever uh, had any risk factors or chronic conditions we should know about. And from that, we determine what kind of assessment they should have. So if someone is considered more of a high risk uh, they would go through a much more uh, intense um, assessment process than someone who is fit and maybe just needs some guidance. Mm -hmm. So based on that, if you came in and you were high risk, you would have a stress test with a physician present who would look at your cardiogram as you're exercising and from that we determine what's a good level to exercise at. Mm -hmm. We do spirometry, we do blood profile assessment. Uh, we also do muscular strength and endurance. We do flexibility. So we do a, a variety of mm -hmm. assessments. And then if you have a balance issue, we can test that or a posture issue. So depending on who you are, we try to assess you for where you are. Individual and yeah. those results go to your physician or your health care provider. So we make sure we never take over, wow. that we are just a support or an adjunct to your health care um, journey. In case you missed it, I'm here with Sue Bereski, CEO of the Refit Center, here to speak about health and well-being after the holidays and the different programs and services they offer. After the break, we'll hear from Sue about outpatient care and how Refit Center has been affected with the changes to our healthcare system. Don't miss it.
Welcome back. Today I'm here with Sue Bereski, CEO of the Refit Center, Canada's first certified medical fitness facility. We're here to talk about health and well-being after the holidays and the different programs and services they offer. So Sue. There have been many changes with Manitoba's healthcare system as of late. Have you noticed an increase in clientele due to the consolidation of outpatient care? Well, we have now started doing the post-surgical knee program at the Refit Center. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'd like to say that it's very much what happened 40 years ago when I started my career with cardiac rehab. Cardiac rehab at those times, well, first of all, there was no cardiac rehab, and then it started in hospital settings. And then the thought was, does this need to be in a hospital? Can it be done in the community? And that's how cardiac rehab started 40 years ago. And that's where my training and my career started. Um, I was part of that new movement. So when I see what's happening with the knee program, I know it concerns a lot of people, but it is very similar to what happened 40 years ago with cardiac rehab. It moved out of a hospital setting into the community. So we knew that we could do it. We've did that with cardiac rehab and other programs like the post-cancer treatment program. So what we decided to do is when we heard that was happening, we thought we can provide that at a very reasonable cost. If And if again, as I said, if someone can't afford it, we have financial assistance. So we quickly took that opportunity to help support more people in the community and are now offering that program at the refit. Considering that it's a healthcare issue, is there then a waiting list to see a specialist with you? There's there's always people coming to the center. We have in in one week, well in one month, we have over a hundred new people accessing wow. the center. So to give you an idea of volume, but they're in a variety of programs. So it's not always the knee program. The knee program is only one of many, and there is other other sites that have now started the knee program. But it's it's full, and we and we're expanding it almost uh, weekly in terms of the number of classes available. But again, uh, rest assured that there are services out there and I know that there's still some in some of the hospital settings, mm-hmm. but uh, healthcare is changing and we're trying to support that, uh, that right now they need some supports in the community to provide more services and then have them focus more what we call on acute care. Absolutely. So with the new year, many people like to make resolutions to live a healthier, more active lifestyle. But I hear that some may start strong, but start to waver off as the year goes by. Uh, Do you see an increase with membership after the new year? And is there a significant drop off as the year goes by? Well, you definitely, January is a big time. (laughs) A lot of people make New Year's resolutions or um, had a very joyful holiday season and ate too much and now are considering it. (laughs) So another major difference at Refit is that we try to to start people where they are and think of behavior change techniques. So rather than just you start and we say, okay, start using all the machines and do what you want, those are the kind of... um, I would say that it's a greater risk for you to drop out because no one's guiding you. So that's why we have set up orientation programs, we have coaching appointments, and we have a staff person help you through that journey so that hopefully you don't drop off. But I'd be uh, amiss not to tell you there are some people that start strong and then it's hard to keep them going. Exactly. And what would you like to say to those who may feel intimidated by fitness facilities but want to make positive changes in themselves? Well, if you come to a place like the Refit Center and you stand in the fitness area and look around, you'll see people of various ages, various sizes, various demographics, and they're all doing uh, their own, I guess, what I call exercise regime. And they're all very comfortable. And that's one thing that I've loved of my career at Refit. I started my career there 
40 years ago and came back as uh, CEO. And what I love about the refit is just that welcoming environment that anybody is welcome at any age. We have 98-year-olds who are exercising. We have kids that are as young as 12 that are exercising with their parents. And, and they're all welcome and they all feel comfortable together. So it's an environment that I think there would be very few that would not feel comfortable. That's excellent. Based on an online survey done by the Winnipeg Foundation's Vital Signs Project, 35% of men and 26% of women say that increased physical activity is a top priority. However, if more people prioritize health care in their minds and bodies, less stress would be put on our health care system. I would like to thank Sue Bereski, CEO of the Refit Centre, for coming in and speaking with us today. Before I let you go, is there anything you would like to add and how can interested listeners learn more about the Refit Centre? Well, I'd like to just mention to everyone that don't wait for those first signs that you're getting a health problem. I think what we have to do is get more into prevention. Right now, people know us as rehab and managing chronic conditions, and we're trying to move up up the stream and trying to make you start thinking about that much earlier on and preventing yourself from acquiring any kind of chronic conditions. So if I can give everyone a message, don't wait for those signs. Be proactive and start now. Thank you, Sue. Thank you. Thanks, Sunny. Coming up next, we'll be joined via telephone by Coralie Hill. She is a registered dietitian and one of the people that you might be speaking with through the Dial a Dietitian program here in Winnipeg. If you've ever been curious about your diet or nutrition questions in general, you won't want to miss our conversation that we have with Coralie. But before we get to that, Here's something that maybe you should maybe you should have a little less of in the new year if you're looking to uh, to become a little more healthy. Here is Georgia Gibbs with Sugar Candy right here on River City 360. You'll always be my sugar candy. You'll always be my sweet sweet dandy. You'll always be my sugar candy. I'll be true to you to you. I'll be true to you. You'll always be my sugar candy. You Sweet, sweet dandy, you'll always be my sugar candy. I'll be true to you, to you. I'll be true to you. How I love your tasty kisses. No kind of candy could taste so sweet. Your affections, my confections, your caress just can't be beat. You'll always be my sugar candy. You'll always be my sweet, sweet dandy. You'll always be my sugar candy. I'll be true to you.
Thank you for listening to River City 360. Nolan and Robert here with you today. And we're now joined via telephone by Coralie Hill. She's a registered dietitian with the Dial a Dietitian program here in Manitoba. Coralie, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you so much for having me. So Dial a Dietitian, this is a program that uh, the WRHA, I believe, is uh, sponsoring or started. G- give us a little bit of rundown about what the Dial a Dietitian program is and does. Sure, absolutely. So Dial a Dietitian has actually been around since 2010, and it's a program where anyone in Manitoba can call and speak directly to a registered dietitian and get answers to food and nutrition questions, get um, easy-to-use advice on food and nutrition to really help Manitobans and their families eat well, live well and stay healthy. What are some of the most common uh, queries or questions that people have when they when they call the line or even just in person when what are what are some of the questions that people have? Well, we receive many questions across the spectrum from all ages, stages of life, health conditions. Some of our most popular questions or common questions are around um, feeding children, Mm. in particular introducing solid foods to little ones around six months of age, as well as transitioning when those little ones then become toddlers and become a little finicky or, you know, have their certain food likes and dislikes. We also have many calls related to diabetes management, Mm. especially in terms of someone that's newly diagnosed and has heard um, a lot of helpful information from caring family and friends, maybe about what they should or shouldn't be eating. Um, We also get a lot of calls in relation to cholesterol lowering Mm -hmm. or eating well to manage cholesterol. And then we have some basic food safety questions and a lot of digestive health, things like improving fiber and fluids to um, alleviate constipation. Mm -hmm. So those are our sort of top five maybe categories of questions that we receive on an ongoing basis. Well, it's such a broad spectrum. How often does the, the, do the rules of diet change? Do they, uh, are they evolving constantly as we learn more about nutrition or is it pretty much standard like, you know, the, the old food pyramid when I was in school or how, how have things evolved Mm -hmm. over the past few years? Well, yes, very good questions, Nolan. And as you know, nutrition is a science. So it's always going to be evolving and changing as new studies come out or reports or studies that have progressed about, uh, or an ideas that have progressed into right. long-term research studies. But I honestly believe that the basics of eating, you mentioned like a pyramid or the food guide or the four food groups, that has always sort of been the standard, you know, and it's more on how people are eating. So the the basic rules, you know, we don't all need all the added sugars or yeah. salts or fats in our diets. We all could and should be eating our vegetables and fruits, our whole grains, our dairies, our lean meats and plant-based proteins. Those basics of eating have always Mm -hmm. been there and I honestly think those will sort of stand the test of time but it's really that um, I think what has evolved is um, convenience foods, processing, how we as consumers are wanting our meals to look like and things have shifted to moving away from cooking at home or moving away from family meal time. So I know here at Dial a Dietitian, that's what we try and do is really understand those changes, also understand what 
our callers are sort of asking of us or what their personal challenges are to living their best and meeting them where they're at and trying to have these small adaptable changes so that we don't go to either extremes. And if we can bring people back to the table or empower them to cook or shop or even, you know, have one meal together in a week is a great place to start. For sure. Mm -hmm. So if someone is is getting up in age, what are some what are some tips that you can give for for seniors when it comes to diet and, and nutrition? Well, again, some very good questions. So as seniors, of course, their their needs are going to be changing, especially things around protein, um, B vitamins in particular, B12 might come an issue for folks as they age, plus their mobility might be limited, their health conditions might also change, they might have more medications that can have side effects, their living conditions (laughs) might change, their ability, you know, maybe the wife was the sole caregiver. Right. she has passed on so now we have a an older gentleman that doesn't really know the ins and outs of shopping or cooking um, dentures can become an issue or dentation so there's a number of little issues within that spectrum of seniors health right. so um, again we would encourage those folks to give us a call we would talk about what their challenges are barriers um, offer some tips and suggestions make it, maybe hooking them up with other opportunities to access food right. like through meals on wheels or community programs or services because that's what we find too is we might not have all the answers but hopefully we know there are community services there's other areas where they can get that information right. and get that support absolutely so that number is 204-788-8248 and does every single person who call get to speak one-on-one to a registered dietitian and and what is the value of having that one-on-one time Yes. So in Winnipeg, as you mentioned, the number is the 204-788-8248. But if you do have some callers that are outside of Winnipeg, we also have a toll-free number, which is 1-877-830-2892. And yes, there are two dietitians that work here. There's myself and my coworker, Lise Timmerman. So we're both full-time, and our hours are Monday to Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., except for statutory holidays. Very cool. Um, We also have voice messaging, so if you can't speak to us directly, please leave a message, and we'll be more than happy to call you back by the end of the working day. Great. And I think the the big part there, too, is just really um, promoting or connecting with a registered dietitian Mm -hmm. who are licensed healthcare professionals trained to provide the advice on food and nutrition and healthy eating and we're members of a a provincially regulated profession. The term registered dietitian is protected by law so we're also held accountable to the highest standards of education and ethics. So really we look beyond fads, gimmicks and deliver reliable life-changing advice. Is it kind of like a custom, like each person's going to obviously have a different situation, right? So do you have, do you give custom advice or is it kind of a one-stop shop? Well, we're set up as episodic, so 
we're not set up for long-term counseling, but mm -hmm. people can definitely call us as often as they need to or as their condition changes or as questions arise. But yes, we like to feel and promote that it is a conversation style, so it is really individualized, it's confidential, and it's really not telling someone what they should or shouldn't do, but really providing with them knowledge and skills and empowering them so that then they can make those choices uh, based on their needs. So Coralie, before I let you go, um, how can people get involved if they don't, uh, if they maybe don't have a phone or they can't, uh, can't get involved that way? Yeah. Oh, thank you for asking. Um, we have launched uh, Facebook. So Dial a Dietitian is on Facebook as Dial a Dietitian Manitoba. So um, we can't take calls or answer questions uh, through Facebook, but it is basically a health promotion um, tool cool. or, a, or a way that people can definitely learn about specific food and nutrition um, topics. Well, it's a wonderful resource. Again, I'll give out those numbers. If you're outside of Winnipeg, 1-877-830-2892. And if you're inside Winnipeg, 204 788 8248, and that's Dial a Dietitian. Thank you so much, Coralie. Coralie Hill is a registered dietitian with Dial a Dietitian. Thank you very much for the information, and uh, yeah, keep, keep on doing the great work that you're doing. Well, thank you so much, and thank you for the opportunity to share um, our program with you and help spreading the word. Thanks, Nolan. Coming up next, the Winnipeg Foundation held its annual celebration yesterday at the Neganen Center here in Winnipeg, where they recapped their wonderful year in 2017. Up next is our conversation with the executive director of the Neganen Center, Marilyn Bartlett. She was kind enough to sit down with us yesterday to discuss the center, as well as some of the great programming that takes place there. Before we get to that, though, here is Call Me by the Johnny Mann Singers, right here on River City 360. Sad and lonely, there's a service I can render. Tell the one who loves you only, I can be so warm and tender. Call me, don't be afraid, you can call me. Maybe it's late, but just call me. Tell me, and I'll be Somebody thinking of you I'm the one who'll never hurt you Maybe that's because I love you Just call me, tell me and I'll be around. 
City 360, Nolan Bicknell on location today at the Negan Inn Center. And I'm speaking with Marilene Bartlett. She is the executive director of the Negan Inn Center. Thank you very much for joining us today. Well, thank you, Nolan, for uh, being here and uh, doing this interview with me. It'll be nice to speak about the center. Exactly. Well, that's what we want to do. We want to talk about Negan and Center. So I guess my first question is for those who don't, who aren't familiar with the center, just give us a little overview about uh, what the organization is all about and what the center sort of uh, entails here. Okay, well, Neganan Center is um, a building, and what we do here at Neganan Center is we house several social development type organizations, and I guess the unique thing about Neganan Center is that our tenants own the building, so they, they get to come to annual meetings and determine who's going to be on the board of directors and all that kind of thing, so it's kind of like a co-op, and uh, what we do in the building is look uh, with the social development organizations we have center for aboriginal human resources that provides employment training literacy the whole range of educational programs for indigenous people we have aboriginal health and wellness center that provides health care uh, services to the to the indigenous community that that includes uh, your contemporary and traditional they have elders they have nurse practitioners. They try to do a very holistic program. We have um, Aboriginal Council here as a semi-political organization, but it helps us to organize ourselves and look at what are the needs we have in the community. We have um, two businesses here, very small businesses. We have uh, Native Printers, and we also have the uh, Canadian Plains Gallery that sells... Um, art on consignment artists come they do their art and then they give it to him them to whatever very cool so it sounds like it's kind of a one-stop shop for indigenous people to come and and make sure they're healthy and doing well um when was the when was the center established and and what's sort of the main the main goals of of neganen okay well the the center was established in 1991-92 and it was established because of, uh, I guess, innovation by some of the leaders at the time. But one of the main leaders that, that uh, brought us all together to be in the Negan uh, Center would be Wayne Helgeson. At the time, he was the executive director of Mama Wichita Center. And I guess he was looking at renewing his lease and like started looking at how much money he was paying. So he started talking to all of us about, well, why don't we get our own building? Why don't we start paying rent to ourselves? Why don't we start having some equity in the indigenous community? And so um, several uh, organizations, I think when we originally moved in, there were around 17 or 18 organizations and got together. And our major commitment was is that we would pay our rent 
to ourselves so that we could start developing equity. And on top of all that, we were also really interested in being able to work together as a community, provide services in a holistic manner so that we weren't all over the city. We were in one place. And then the other thing that we were looking at is where do we need these services? So as we were looking, this was not the only building that was looked at, but this was the place that we saw the most need and where we saw our people and we see, still see them today. But it, and, and I guess we were right back then because there is a great need on this corner. And I believe that us starting here in, in 1992 has brought a lot of other people and other services down to this area of the city. It's kind of right in the heart of Winnipeg. You know, you can see people right in the core of Winnipeg. So we're here today because the Winnipeg Foundation is holding their annual celebration and kind of talking about how their year went in 2017. So I, I wanted to pose the question to you. What, what has Negan Ann Center, uh, what are some noteworthy things that happened over the past year or even the past couple years? What would you say? Well, I think everything that happens here is noteworthy. Everything we do is interesting, whether it's through CARD, uh, the Negan Ann's, um, college or, or, or the literacy or health and wellness, I think what we do every day is important. But there have been some things that uh, we've done this year that I think is, are, are kind of um, bigger bigger things. Like we started our new daycare this year. Uh, we, went, we had a daycare on the fourth floor. Has been a concern in an old building like this for quite a while. It's safety, getting all those kids down. So this year we were finally able to renovate a space downstairs and move them down. Actually, uh, Winnipeg Foundation helped with some of the funding for that. So that was one of the things that we did. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So what? This is a beautiful building. It's like vast and got high ceilings. And as soon as you walk in, it's very kind of like remarkable as soon as you walk in. What have been some of the challenges of, of being in such an old building or some of the sort of uh, benefits of being in such an old, historic, kind of beautiful Winnipeg landmark like this? Well, I, I guess on the plus side, first off, it is a beautiful building. Um, people just come in here just to stand around the rotunda and look. And then there are other people who are heritage buffs and they're very interested in the building. For us, I guess, it's held up and when you think it's over 100 years old and it still takes all the the abuse that we give it i mean when 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 the heritage people think about what do they want to see happen to a heritage building it's not to see all of us in here like three or four hundred people every day running up and down the stairs using the rotunda for phys ed all those kind of things but the building does hold up the other side of the plus we would say that it's a big job having the responsibility of a heritage building. I know Bill Shedd, who is our chair of our board right now and was the CEO when we first started uh, doing the building in 1992, said, oh, well, we're stewardships for, for this, you know, this history, the heritage for the people of Winnipeg and the people of the world, which is true, but it was a big responsibility because when we moved here, we just wanted a building where we could all work together and the heritage kind of came with it. And so there's a lot of financial responsibilities with the heritage, um, there's the windows and I know everybody walks here and here and sees our, our, our single pane, uh, pane windows with all the cracks and stuff, but it's a very expensive to fix it. I know that if, for quotes on the windows, it's over a million dollars and we've already fixed some. Because it's heritage and it's required heritage attention, 
we have roofing that we have to do we have heating and all that and those are kind of heritage things or that we need to deal with that we hope as we move forward that we can get some interest from the greater community to, to become on board with us and work on that because it is a big job for us yeah. so why is this center important for the community would you say why is this an important thing for winnipeggers to have right in the right at the core of winnipeg well i think it's important for us as indigenous people because that's where a lot of our people in need are and i think it's important for the rest of the community so that they can see us and they can be part of us if they want to we're right here and and I guess we are attracting people down here. We are attracting people where we think we need to be. Like we've got the Winnipeg Regional Health Care. We have the United Way. We have the Manitoba Métis Federation across the street. And actually um, part of the CP2 was in the uh, admin building. So so we're, we're, we're building up the resources that we need around this area. And I think that's why it's important that we're here. And for us, like we have housing and we have daycare and we're building community here. And we want our people that live down here to, to think of this as their community. And just come together and kind of, yeah, absolutely. So if anyone is from this part of town, how can they find out more about the center or how can they uh, get in contact? Well, they can find out more about the center by dropping in, or they can go to our website, www.abcenter. www.abcenter.com? Yes. Perfect. Thank you very much, Marilyn Bartlett, the Executive Director of Neganan Center. I really appreciate the conversation today. Thank you very much. I enjoyed it. Thanks, Nolan, and thanks again to Marilyn Bartlett of the Neganan Center for speaking with us today. We've got time for some more songs here on RC360, and seeing as how the Winnipeg Foundation had a really fantastic year, here are the stylistics with Betcha by Golly, Wow, right here on River City 360.
That was The Stylistics with Betcha by Golly Wow. And uh, by the looks on my watch, we have time for one more song here. So uh, before we say goodbye today, here's the Count Basie Orchestra with Free Eats right here on RC360.
damage you've done You'd better come home because you've had all your fun And I won't share my love with anyone you know The love that I give for as long as I live will be yours And nothing can change the way that I feel So baby, come back to me That's a wrap on this week's episode of River City 360. Thank you so much for tuning in to our first episode of 2018. And a very special thank you to all of our guests for talking to us today. If you'd like to hear more views and news from around Winnipeg, listen to any of our past episodes, or subscribe to our podcast, you can do that all online on our website. The address is rivercity360.org. Again, that's rivercity360.org. River City 360, views and news from around Winnipeg, is a project of the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with CJNU 93.7 FM. And we'd love to hear your feedback about the program. We're busy putting together our fourth season of the show, and we're going to be, as Nolan mentioned at the top of the hour, um, focusing our program on the categories of Winnipeg's Vital Signs. So if you haven't had a chance to check out Vital Signs just yet, be sure to do so. WinnipegVitalSigns.org is the address, and you can download the full report and read it from there. But if you have, in the meantime, if there's something that jumps out at you as a great idea that we should cover for the show, some Winnipeggers that are doing some good work in our city, or even if there's just a song you want to hear or you just want to say hello, our number is 204-944-9474, extension 360. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook as well by searching at RiverCity360 on Twitter and RiverCity360 on the Facebook page as well. I'm Nolan Bicknell signing off for RiverCity360. And I'm Robert Zirk. Thank you again so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Have a great day and a great weekend.